All right, John. So we record these episodes in blocks of three. You know, we get together in, in our kitchen studio <laughs> and we, you know, we bring our guests in and we, we do them three at a time. So we're a little bit behind the times by the time some of these episodes air. But there's something I want to mention that happened a couple weeks back um, and I want your take on it. I don't know if you've heard about right. this. There was a production in New York City um, going on. It was a Broadway show, big time Broadway show. All right, no way. And this gentleman, I guess the way they set it up is they light the set before the show actually starts. So you get a feel of you know the environment and what it looks like. I've never seen the show. Um, this gentleman from the audience gets up because he sees a plug outlet in the wall of the set. And he gets on stage and proceeds to plug his phone charger into the wall. <laughs> what kind of asshole is doing this is what I want to know. You know I, I read about that when it happened. It was, okay. it was all over Facebook. It was. It blew up. It was huge. <laughs> and I know, couldn't believe it. And it's like, part of me, you know, obviously it's, it's funny. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's Your really first funny. one, that's pretty funny. But I feel like, you know, underneath it all, there's probably this whole social underpinnings we could get to with the problems with society and <laughs> fucking focus on like you're, you go out and you you're you're in this environment where you're you're about to immerse yourself in a show like right. when i go and see a show right. i sit down and like i just i focus on it but the, this fucking asshole's biggest worry is oh my god i gotta charge my cell phone but then the balls to, or, it's either it's either the balls or the stupidity like you don't know like you don't know the guy to, to go up and plug something in, to, that's, that's awesome. Now, you got to figure, good-sized audience. Yeah. You're talking about New York theater, okay? And who's, but to be the lone guy, first of all... Nobody stopped him. Well, I know. He got up there and he was able to plug if this in before it, anybody even grabbed right. him to, to take him off the stage. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Obviously, it's a set. Dipshit, there's no fucking oh, yeah. working electricity into that plug <laughs> at all. That is stage dressing, okay? Yeah. Um, so... I can't imagine this guy was that dumb where he was like, oh, shit, my phone's going to die. I need to plug my phone. Oh, there's an outlet. I'll just go up there real quick. No plug one in. will Nobody know. will this. No one. So I'm thinking he had to have done this kind of like a stunt, like yeah. maybe on a dare. Now, I know a video also went out after the fact where he was interviewed, and he was just kind of like, oh, that's just me. That's how I am. That's just my kind of – that's just something I would do. Really? You would just be a fucking idiot? You know, the <laughs> – Part of the skeptic in me says, like, well, maybe it was like a viral marketing kind of thing. Because think about how much, how much press that got. Oh, it you know, totally all did. Over Facebook, Absolutely. Up, Absolutely. News outlets covering it. Right. You know, and, and before that, the show, I was, I don't know anything about that show. And, no. and now, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, getting yeah. all this free publicity. Everyone's talking about it. Because some jack off goes and tries to <laughs> plug his fucking phone in on the. I, Who does that? And, and it leads me also, now, I feel like something is happening. Now, we, we do theater. Uh, you know, on a community theater level, but this is happening in New York City. You know, this isn't the first insane thing to have happened. Patty Lapone stops mid-performance to berate someone for texting on their phone. Yeah. Now, again, like you said, the first thing you think of is, holy shit, that's funny, that's great. Right. Awesome for her right. that she did that. The director in me says... What the fuck was she thinking? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why would you stop? And I get it. Trust me. I get it. She she had had it. And I'm sure that this happens all the time. And as a performer, it is frustrating. You know, when we're doing theater 
and you see like the flash from a camera after an announcement's already gone off that says no flash photography, you know, it, it's like we're in a digital age where yeah. everything's right at your fingertips. The texting, the, the, the camera in your phone, the video camera in your phone, you're recording this shit, you're, you know, you can't put your phone down for five seconds. Nobody can. Try having dinner with my wife. <laughs> you know, phone's yep. always at the table. It's like, but to stop your song mid-performance, break this guy. Not only did she berate him, she went down into the theater, took his phone away from him, went back up on stage, and when she exited, took it with her. <laughs> you know what? Where's the line is what I'm asking. Right. And you something like that. You're breaking that that wall if you exactly. do that, and it, it regardless of what someone's doing, and they're being an asshole. You know, I like to think that, and I've seen it happen. Most of the time, fellow patrons will take care of those situations for you. So, where are the people in the house? Where where right, are your ushers? Right. Where are the people responsible for overseeing this audience? You, you while this is happening, you can't because you're an actor. Mm -hmm. You've gone through all these rehearsals, and you're you're putting on this performance. That's your job. That's your role. Right. You know, if someone's being an ass in the theater, you can't leave your character. You can't break out. It's not a comedy show where you get a heckler and you can you can shit all over them and throw them out. Right. Exactly. It's a, it's a exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah it, I'd probably laugh when I was there, but as a director, I probably would have been. Fucking oh my god! Fuming, I would have been fuming. beside myself. I would have. And and I get it. She's a big name. She's been doing it for years. But again, like you said, the people in the balcony, the people not sitting near this asshole who's texting, doesn't realize that that's happening. All of a sudden, she stops mid-show. You're yep. like, well, now this is ruining my experience for, for watching this show. Just so she can... And this isn't the first time she's done something. Yeah. She nailed somebody before for taking pictures. You know what she it, stopped her show, went out there, berated them, and took in, the camera in away. In theater, it's, it's not like... If you're a big name in the movie business... You can stop a scene, shit all over someone, let your ego get the best of you. Christian Bale. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then they, they cut and then they redo exactly. the tape. Like, that's exactly. Exactly. But in theater, your name can never be bigger than the production. Because Absolutely. You, it's not just you. You've got all these other yeah, actors and actresses. Actor? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. you can't, if you do that, you're saying that you and your performance and that moment is more important than anything else. Everything else. Absolutely. And, I mean, honestly, I think it, kind of points out a bit of the type of person she probably is you know mm. even even another example Shia LeBeau when he had his freaking meltdown <laughs> yeah. when he was going through all yep. his shit he was in a theater yep. had a little drink I think he was seeing Cabaret was it not yeah and he was being inappropriate and they had to he got arrested he got removed from the theater yep. you know they have to stop get this asshole out I mean he, I've heard in later interviews he said he was going through a rough time. Understandable. People got shit going on in the moment. I get it. But it's like, even now did you go to a movie theater, you're watching a movie, the, it's, it's, it's the people around you. you. You cannot go anywhere anymore. Sit to enjoy something because you have to worry about all the people around you. That's true. Assholes getting up and plugging their cell phones in on a stage. That's yep. not real. The guy sitting behind me with the three kids kicking my seat all through the movie. Yep. You know, it's like, what is what has happened to people? I, I actually, I wish we were back in a time where the, the thing you had to worry about was someone kicking your seat, you know? But now it's like people talking on self. I've had a, I had a guy answer yeah. his fucking phone during a movie once. Oh, I've, I've had that like, too, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you say something and it's just, 
And my wife always yells at me if I do say something. But right. oh yeah, my wife's the same way. And then she turns around and she yells at them. Right. <laughs> it's it's just it's just it's a lack of uh, it's a lack of respect for the people around you. That's it's exactly a lack of respect in the case of theater for the performers. Sure. It's, and and you pay the same amount of money I paid to go and see this show. Yep. So what makes it okay for you to just pretend you're 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 in your living room? I can't imagine how these people are in their homes. Oh yeah. You know, if if this is what they do in public, imagine what it's like sitting in their home. You know, it, it, and we sit in the back of the theater. You're at a soundboard. I'm at a lighting board sometimes, or I'm just pacing because I'm, more, you know, concerned about the show. But it's like looking because we're we, we're we're behind everyone, and I can't tell you how many times I see the light of a cell phone go up. You know, yeah. If one of my actors ever stopped and was like, "Hey, shut your cell phone off." They're done. I would never cast that person yeah, again. Done. I would not be able to work with that person again for fear that that would happen. And trust me, I understand as an actor as well how frustrating it is to have that distraction. And it, it happens every show. No matter how many times we play something that says, please silence your cell phones, a phone is going off in that show. And again, I, I during shows at the stadium, I've been there where I remember once an old lady answered her phone. I think you were there. You remember that? Was it, were you there for that? I probably Pro- was. There was an old lady who literally, and she's like, you know, Gladys, I'm at the stadium. I'm in a show. I'll right. come. Like, just hang up the fucking phone. And it- one of the last shows we did, it, it had to be Les Mis. Or maybe it was JCS. It was like one of the last two shows we did. There was a woman sitting in the handicap section who brought in a plastic bag of candy. It was like smaller bags in a large, like, like a, sh- a shopping bag that you would get for your groceries. Yep. Tucked in her purse. And she proceeded to go through this thing for 20 minutes. Oh That's all I could hear. Now, there are ushers standing around behind her. You think someone could have gone over and been like, excuse me, can you not crinkle that bag for 20 minutes? That, that was it because there was an issue with the, the patrons they were arguing, right? Yeah. That was JCS. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you've got to be yep. kidding me. <laughs> that, was yeah. a, that was a big... Well, uh, what you're talking about is there were people... Um, I don't know if they were singing along or, yes, that's or they what were it, at, drinking or something like that. It was like at that. JCS. And people were having words about yep, it. They, it were, they were really close to the front and it was someone behind. They were singing all the songs. The person right. in the front was getting distracted and they started arguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intermission, yeah, yeah. we had ushers down there. Absolutely. And, it's, oh. it's like, folks, listen. If you're going to go and watch live theater live theater I'm not even saying the movies. You go to the movies, you know, you yell at the screen they're not going to be affected by it. Yeah. But... Don't do that because you're an asshole if you do. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is if you're going to go and you're going to watch live theater, be respectful. Peace yeah. Don't be an asshole. You know, because if I'm going to go and see a show, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to be quiet so you can enjoy the show. Please be quiet so I can enjoy the show. Yep. Don't get up on stage and try to plug your fucking cell phone in. <laughs> Even if you're just looking for that five minutes of fame to get mentioned on Facebook or all over the internet for about 10 minutes. Because guess what? Yeah, we're talking about it now because it's late, but I haven't heard anything about it since. Yeah. You know what? Just people suck these days and they got to stop sucking. <laughs> you know, we need to we need to be more respectful of each other just so you know we can all go out and enjoy it. I'm only talking about going to see a show. I mean, we, there's a thousand other reasons but oh, yeah, people yeah. are disrespectful in other areas. We could get into them all day long, but I'm just saying, you know, it's... I wanted to know what your take was like because it was crazy. I heard about it. I was like, "What is happening with these people?" Yeah, it's you it's know? easy to laugh at from our perspective of reading about it. Right. But if I was a patron there, it would have been bullshit. I would have been pissed too. You yeah. know, you spend all this money. It's not cheap to go see it's a show in New York. It's not cheap to see a show in New York. No, absolutely, you know, absolutely. To have that to have that happen on, yeah. on all regards. I mean, yep. perfect world. She doesn't say anything. 
Usher comes over and quietly gets him the fuck out. Or you, she finishes her song, she walks off stage, tells immediately an tells yeah, the stage tells manager, no, Usher know. relays the message back, get that guy yeah. out without it affecting the show. Yeah. There's ways of handling it. I just thought, my again, my first thought was, <laughs> holy shit, that's great. Uh, and then my second thought was, oh my god, I would have killed someone. Yeah. Yeah, totally craziness. And speaking of not doing dumb things, that's going to segue us into what we're actually talking about today. <laughs> So, um, the Encore Kids production, their fall production is coming up, and this is, you're gonna be you're gonna like this. We're getting ready to hold auditions for Fame Junior. Uh, auditions Oof. are August third and fourth, from six thirty to eight thirty at the Stadium Theater Performing Arts Center. Um, so today we're talking about auditioning. What you should do, what you shouldn't be doing, and then we can actually throw out some of our favorite uh, audition moments. Uh, I know I have a bunch. Because um, auditioning is such an integral part uh, of, of the process of being an actor that, you know, there are definitely people who know how to do a good audition. And then there are people who have no clue and they need to know how to audition yep. because they're wasting time you know it, it, it's tough because you know we have for most of our productions at encore um we have all age shows you know whether it's a kid show whether it's an all age show whether it's a summer stock well i wouldn't do that anymore um but whether it's a, a murder mystery a marquee room show we're gonna hold an audition we're expecting you to come out um and we have lots of people come out uh we have like Oh my God, one of the biggest auditions ever was for Sound of Music. Over 200 people came out for that show wow. over three days. And it was insane. And again, you figure 20% of that was a waste of time. Just because there's people who are coming in who don't know how to audition properly. And it's crazy. Now, I know all kinds of different theater companies probably do things differently. All right. Um, if you've auditioned for other companies, you know, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's like, generally, there's pretty much common sense rules across the board that you should know. Yeah. Right. And 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 for people who still, now like I'll 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 give you a little bit of slack and say if it's your first time ever auditioning and you've never been through this process before, you've never been involved in a show. I can understand you might not know everything. But in this day and age, with the technology we have, it's real easy to go online, Google real quick, auditioning etiquette, and you're going to find a gazillion posts that tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And I've looked at a bunch of these because yep. I find it very amusing that there are people who still come out and audition for shows and they have no clue what they're doing. Um, and it's like, if you're auditioning and you want to be in the show, take the time. Take the time. Know the show you're auditioning for. You know? Um, Know the, the call time that you need to be there. If it's an open audition and you can all go at the same time, you know, or if it's a closed audition and you're going one-on-one, -on -one, know some of this stuff. So I thought we could sit and we could talk about some of that stuff today. Um, and uh, I'm sure it will, I'll interject as we go along some crazy stories because I have seen some, um, I've seen some amazing auditions and I have seen some doozies. Let me tell you, holy crap. When... All right, let's jump right into some stuff. Um, first off, if you're going to an audition, get there on time. Or get there at least before your call time. Because there's nothing worse than you have a scheduled time that you're supposed to be there, and then you're late, you know? Well, never mind the fact that you're wasting everyone else's time that's there to see you audition if you show up late. But it's going to fluster 
you as well. Like, think about it. Like, if I'm late to the doctors, you're like, I'm running in. I'm like, oh my god, you know. Wait, right, you're all worked you up. So, yeah. Right. So you do it through an audition. You're you're setting yourself up to fail. Absolutely. Right from the start. Absolutely. And never mind that you've got however many people are here to see you that are now pissed off. And not and only are you inconveniencing the production crew, all the other all the other yeah, actors who are waiting other, to audition. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We just made a whole bunch of friends. Right. We do a lot of open auditions where you know we we generally let people come in. Our process is you come in. You get your audition sheet that you need to fill out for the casting uh, committee to, to, to have. Uh, bring a headshot. And I'm saying that because that's yeah. important. Bring a headshot. We usually have somebody up in the back with a camera to take photos of everyone. Yep. Um, and we only have to do that because not everyone brings a headshot. And I understand, you know, if you don't have the money to go out and get professional headshots, that's fine. Take a picture with whatever it's a, it's your, a, your cell phone. You, you take your cell phone and 15 cents or whatever it is, you can have a little picture printed yeah, at CVS. Yeah, go to CVS, and, uh, print it up, Walgreens, 39 cents, whatever yeah, the cost is. Right. Just one photo is all you need just so we remember you. Because if you don't bring that photo and I can't remember your face, you're done. I don't remember who you are. Unless you stand out and you're completely amazing and I'm going to remember you, yep. 200 people later, you've been forgotten. Yeah. And it's tough to see that many people. We don't record our auditions. Some people may record them, which is probably a great idea, but then you're talking about all that extra time of having to watch it again. Oh, yeah. And I've already watched it. I don't want to watch it twice. When you, Like you said, when you got 200 people, that's a lot of uh, hours of footage. Oh, absolutely. It's community theater. Who's got time to go sit back we at don't. home, tuck the kids in, and then go and sit and watch hours of footage again? We audition on like Monday, Tuesday. We're making phone calls by Friday. Yep. I don't want to have to wait two weeks to make these calls because I have to rewatch all this footage yep. so get a headshot attach it to your resume uh and then attach that to the audition form if you have a resume that's all get a resume people <laughs> it's not that hard go on your computer type up things you've been in you can go online and you can find any template for a theater resume there are hundreds there's nothing that's incorrect give us your information you have a bullet list who cares absolutely like something, yeah, something. The, the the finer points yep. and if you don't want to put everything on there that's fine but put the important stuff if you're auditioning for a musical you might want to put your musical stuff on there yep. don't have leave that taken, stuff off have you taken voice, voice lessons, lessons. Like, yeah. what, what do you we, got going on are you in a chorus we uh, hand out a sheet that needs to be filled out uh, by the actor if you have a resume with you and it covers all that information all you can do is let us staple it right to it covered yep. um if there's some information not on there, make sure you fill it out correctly because, you know, nothing worse than getting someone's resume that you can't read. Phone numbers. If I'm going to make a phone call to someone, I can't call you because I can't read your phone number. That's a problem. <laughs> and we get that a lot, too, because a parent will let the kid fill out the audition form. Uh, Don't do that. Parent, the kid's there to audition. Let them worry about the auditioning. You fill out the information. It's all, like, all this stuff falls under that if you really want to be in a show, yeah, this you, is need, stuff to, you, you need to come prepared. Absolutely. Like, because it... it how much do you really want to be in if you can't even be prepared for the audition? Right. So if if you're not prepared for an audition, what does that tell you about their their uh, commitment to rehearsals? Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, it's everything. So you absolutely. can't be bothered to get this right. Then mm -hmm. how can you be expected to memorize your lines, be on time to rehearsals, right. yeah. you know, be an active team player? You know, everything that goes into it. it it's a, it's a, an indicator of how things will go and not in a good and way. And let me tell you, there have been many a people who have come through and you can tell in the audition process that you do not want to work with this person because yep. they are going to be a pain in the ass. And you're like, yep. you don't want to work with that. Uh, and that just leads me into the next thing. Uh, you know, conduct yourself in a professional manner um, or at least be a human being. Don't be like a weirdo. Don't be like out of control. Don't be running around. We have a very large theater and we have an open audition and everybody's yep. allowed to come in. Come in, grab a seat and wait till your number's called. 
And here's a little tip too. If you have an audition and they basically, they, they're giving you a, a window of time. Auditions start at 6.30, we're gonna go to 8.30, all right? Come prepared to be there the whole time. Don't think you're gonna show up at 6.30 and you're gonna go right away. Because there are 90 other people who've showed up at 6.30. Yep. So get there early. Get there a little bit early so when they open the doors, you can be one of the first ones in. Because chances are, if you're first at the door waiting to get in, you get your number first, you're gonna to get to go sooner. And, and, be, and when I say be there the whole time, if you've gotta to get to work uh, at 9.30 and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go 6.30 to 8.30, they run over. Especially when you have 100 people show up to your audition. You know, and I always like to say this when I'm there too. It's, you know, we're always thanking them for being patient because you can only do so much at once. You know, we usually have like maybe 10 to 15 people sing and then you need to have them read. Uh, then you need to teach them to dance. So it's going to take a time to do those 15 people before yep. you can move on to the next group. So don't show up and be like, well, I got here at 630 and now it's 730. I've been here for an hour and now my kid's just going up. Well, that's why we say six thirty yeah. to a set time, eight thirty. You know, clean to be there the whole time. And if you're if you're someone if you're going for a uh, you know a lead a major role, absolutely, I would probably plan on being there the whole night because sure. who knows if if there's a couple people you might have to reread once everyone's yep. gone through. We've always had people right. come back. Hey, can you read this or can you yeah. try singing this part of the song? So don't yeah. don't be you know auditioning for a lead and expect to go in at six thirty even if you are there early and then. Be home by seven. It's right, right, right. Yeah, that's probably what, not going to happen. That's what DVRs are for. Okay, record your favorite <laughs> shows, make plans. You know, we, we we give plenty of notice of when these auditions are going to be. So don't plan anything else that night. Yeah. Plan to be there. Um, I don't know if a lot of companies invite people back if you do two nights. Usually, we say you know if you come the first night, you don't really need to come the second night. But there have been times where we've asked people, hey, can you come back the second night? Yep. So you know, it, it's an event. It's it's if it's a two day affair. Plan on it almost being a two-day affair. That won't be for everyone, but you know, if you're going for those leads, like you said, be prepared to maybe get called back. And if you're if you're about to commit the next two or three months of your life to rehearsals, oh, absolutely, two nights is nothing. You no, know, it's, it's not. It's really nothing. Is uh, on top of you want to make sure that you're comfortable, you know, and it, just being there, seeing the experience. The more you do it, right. the better. You know, and, and, and that's 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 a great thing that you just said. Sit there and be there for the experience. Right. Because this might be your first audition. This might be your 300th audition. But you never know what you're going to see go up on that stage. Yep. You know? And and you might think you're there and you're perfect for the part. But you don't know what the directors are looking for. You don't know what the production crew is thinking. You don't know what they have in mind for certain things. So even though you think you might be deadlocked, there's 90 other people there who think they're deadlocked too. So, you know, show up. Be on time. Fill out all the appropriate paperwork. Go sit. And wait till you're called. And be fucking respectful. Yes, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Just no. like talking about the movie theaters. You can't be... If you want to go up there and sing your number or read your lines and, and you know, the, everybody who's casting wants to hear all this, mm -hmm. you can't have people out in the audience talking on their Absolutely. cell phones, texting, Absolutely. making phone calls. And it's the same thing if you're sitting there, you know, sit and watch. Now, Don't laugh at someone. You know, it's all, like you said, it's being a human being. Right. People come in, they're getting their sheets, they're getting their stuff up in the lobby. Even the minute you walk in that door, quiet. Yep. Because you don't know what's going on in that auditorium. We could be in the middle of a dance routine. We could be in the middle of a song. We could be in the middle of anything. So when you're walking in, you got to be into that, uh, you got to have that mindset where you're like, all right, something's already going on. So... 
I need to keep my noise level down. And I'm not just talking about the people who audition. If you bring in mom and dad, yeah. tell mom and dad, mom and dad, you gotta keep the noise level down. If you bring in your wife, just remind them, hey, listen, when we're in there, we gotta keep it down. And you, you don't wanna be that guy who comes busting in, you know, right into the, the main sure, auditorium. Sure, all loud and, and, and chatting up with someone. And you get everybody who goes and looks at you, and then 25 minutes later, when they call you on their stage, you go, oh, this is the That's asshole, the pompous asshole yep. who came and in. We've and we've had that, oh, yeah. oh totally. We've always, uh, there's always yeah. one, there's always one that'll stand out like that. So another pet peeve of mine personally, and I'm sure you'll attest to this, um, when we have these big open auditions and, you know, a lot of the kids come up, and, and I'm saying kids, I don't mean like the little kids. I'm talking like the teenagers to the young adults yep. will come in and they usually, one of them will go up and audition, they'll sing their song. And the minute the song is done, there's this big hoot and hollering, uproarious. <laughs> you are not at a performance. Yeah. This is not a show, okay? It's, it's very intimidating for someone who's new, someone who's never worked with this company before. And in my opinion, it doesn't look good for the company itself. You don't want to make the company look bad because then it shows... A favoritism. Oh, everybody knows who this girl is. She's probably gonna get cast in the show. So, yep. and, and and I can't stand up in the back and be like, oh, please don't applause for your friends. Da 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 da. It's just something you should generally know that you're not at a concert. You're not going to see a production. They're singing the songs. They're auditioning because they want to be in the show. They're not there performing for you. Right. And you're with all your little friends and you're all clapping. I think that's the save it. That's in general what you just said is a good thing to remember. If you're there to audition or you're there to support someone who's auditioning. They're not doing anything for you. They're performing for the directors, yeah. the music yeah, director, yeah, you know, yeah. the whole production team to and for themselves to be chosen to be in this. So, uh, you know, that's great that you're there to support them and be there for them. But keep your mouth shut. Sit yeah, there quietly. Sit quietly. You know, and after they're done, you want to pat them on the back and say, oh, nice job. Nice yeah, job. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, I'm, just do I'm it quietly. Sorry. And because yeah, at because that point, someone else is already up going for the next audition. I have seen some amazing people come through. And, and we have a lot of talented people in the organization. You know, yeah. they're, they're like, our, I don't want to say our regulars, but they've done a lot of shows with us. And you know when they get up there, they're going to blow you away. Yeah. And that's great. We're going to hear a great little song. They, they're auditioning something probably for that show. So we need to hear that. Even if we know they're great, but we still need to hear it. So it's like if if all these people are hooting and hollering, then we gotta wait till it quiets down before we get to the next person. Um, and it's just it's just a pet peeve of mine. It drives yeah. me nuts. And be prepared. That's another thing I can't <laughs> I can't mention. Not only are you responsible to bring a headshot and your resume, which you should always bring, um, fill out the paperwork. Bring sheet music. Oh, yeah. I can't stress this up. If you're auditioning for a musical, bring sheet music especially if the audition notice said bring sheet music right because we have a piano player you know we have an accompanist and if you don't bring something for them to play the worst thing you can do for an audition is sing a cappella. oh yeah it's it totally takes away from there are very the few point. vocalists that can get up there and just kill a song a cappella. right you know there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong you I mean, some people can do it, but still, it doesn't, it, again, it doesn't but show... But auditioning right, for a musical. It doesn't show a level of uh, preparedness or commitment to... <laughs> How many musicals have you seen where there's, everything's done a cappella? Name one musical where everything's a cappella. You know, I saw this one once, none. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if you're going to tell me a show, I'm like, none. what the... I've never heard of this fucking show. Uh, but seriously, who... There are no shows that are sung a cappella. No, and here's no. the thing. We're not doing it just because... 
it, it's what we want to ask you to do. It's for our piano player. It's for our accompanist to see one if you can follow along with what he's playing. Yep. You know, he needs to know if you can follow the music. If if you can, if you're going to be able to do this during a production. Because if you know you get up there and sing, oh my God. What is the worst thing you? What is the worst song you can sing a cappella at an audition? Happy fucking birthday! Let me tell you something. You sing, oh! you sing happy birthday at an audition. You're not getting cast. Oh my god! And how many times does that happen? Uh, All where are you gonna the sing? time. Well, I didn't bring sheet music, so I'm gonna sing happy birthday. And I get it. If Fuck. if you're new to this and maybe you're not an amazing singer, you haven't taken voice lessons. You, you, you still gotta prepare. You gotta be prepared because singing happy birthday is it's it's the kiss of death. Yeah, I don't care if you're auditioning for the forty seventh Oompa Loompa and Willy Wonka. Exactly. Don't sing fucking happy birthday. Like and I'm gonna tell you this too. I know personally. I have if if I'm doing a show, and there are characters that don't sing, yeah. But you are auditioning for a musical. You are gonna sing in the audition. Don't come up to us or one of the production staff and say, "Listen, I'm auditioning for." Example, the Wicked Witch of the West. Not the new version where they've added a song for her. There she comes in, they say, I'm auditioning for Wicked Witch of the West. Do I have to sing? Yes. You're auditioning for a musical. Because here's the thing. I might not see you as the Wicked Witch of the West. I may want to put you in the ensemble. I may want you to be something else in the show. Maybe I want you as the lion. Yep. If you don't sing for me, I can't consider you for those parts. So why would you go to an audition for a musical and think you're not gonna have to sing or dance for that matter. Yeah, you know, people have come in and been like, "Oh, you know, I, I just want to be in a, in a part where I don't dance." Well, if that's the ensemble, everybody pretty much dances in the ensemble. Yep. There's very few um, situations where the Wicked Witch is again the perfect example. No dancing for the Wicked Witch. No singing, no dancing. Do I have to? Do the song audition, yes. Do I have to yes. do the dance audition? Yes. Yes, because you're not just auditioning for that one role. You're auditioning for the show. Yeah. I may not see you as that part. I may want you as something else. Well, and how many how many shows too? You know, sometimes you get cast as a role, and even if you're if you're not in a scene, maybe we want you to sing to fill out Absolutely. a number. Absolutely, off stage. Or, yeah, totally. And that we happens all the time. Every show Absolutely. has you know off stage uh, singing. Because I'm gonna take the guy who can sing before you can take the guy who can't sing. Right. Or the girl who can sing before I can take the girl who can't sing. Because yep. we're doing a musical, and that's what they got to realize. Everybody has to be able to sing. Everybody should be able to dance. And we've taken people who we know aren't strong dancers. Maybe they're not the strongest singer, but we can put them in an ensemble, and it's a good learning experience where yep. they can learn and they can better themselves by being in that well, production. You know, the other thing is that if you are you know, a killer singer, but you can't dance at all and you refuse to do the dance part of the audition and there's someone who's not quite as good at you vocally but does the other stuff, guess Absolutely. what? They're getting the part. They're going to get it. They're getting the part and you're, you're exactly. going to be... And exactly. you, you might sit there and say, oh, I was so much better and maybe you were better than them vocally. Right. But guess what, buddy? You didn't uh, You didn't do any of the other stuff. You didn't dance. You didn't... You know... Eh. <laughs> and it's crazy because... And I'll tell you a quick story. Um, a few years back, probably a lot of years back, um, a few friends of mine were going to audition for Trinity. They're gonna, because Trinity does one audition for like the whole season, yep. and then whatever they think you're good for, they'll plop you into the different shows. And they were all going, and they're like, "Do you want to come?" And I was like, "Well, I was like, I haven't auditioned in a long time." I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go." I went unprepared. I was supposed to do two contrasting monologues, and I literally did two from a show I had done 
uh, maybe a year or two before. And I knew him enough that I could get through him. But literally, we walked in. It was a small room. It was me and these three other people. Um, they went in first. I went in. There was two people sitting at a table. I do my audition. Now, it's not a musical audition, so I don't have to worry about singing or anything like that. i just going to do these two monologues. And when I was done, I said, thank you very much. I turned around. I walked out. And the first thing I thought was... I would not cast me if I were them because my audition was so fucking bad I would not cast me I went in and I know why I can tell you everything I went in unprepared I thought I knew my shit better than I did and I didn't because I never took the time to review it I was just plucking stuff I would not have cast me so as a director I was like I would not I, I would not be in any show that season at yeah. all because my audition was so bad and I knew that and I knew exactly how they felt I was like I just fucking wasted their time I shouldn't have even done this yeah. um, so from an actor standpoint knowing all my what I should do I was like yeah I just totally wasted these people's time and I was like I would, I will never do that again if I'm going to audition for something I'm going prepared I'm going to do whatever they're, if they're asking for monologues or whatever um, you know I'm going to I'm going to do it right. I'm, I can't, I'm not going to half-ass it. One, I never got a phone call. They weren't casting me. I knew they weren't going to cast me. I wouldn't cast me. So it's like, if you're going to do it, you got to be you got to be you in mean, it. you got to be committed. It's, you got to be committed. you got to show up with your music. You know, be prepared. Because uh, normally we do cold readings. You know, you'll, we'll have you sing. We, we teach you a small dance routine. We have you read. So you got to be prepared to do those three things. And if you're like, oh, well, I'm only in, I want a part that doesn't do that, you're already off the chart. You, you're done. You're not going to get cast in this production. Yeah. Um, and we tell people, too, uh, and again, like I, I, I just want to keep saying that all companies do things differently. Um, but I know with, with Encore, you know, we always say wear comfortable clothes to move in. If you fucking wear flip-flops to my audition <laughs> to dance in, you're done. Yeah, you, that fun. is, you're done. Don't wear flip-flops Two and shouldn't wear flip flops. No. Period for anything. But I'm just saying for an audition. There's a light life lesson for you there. Oh my god! And it's suck. not just because I hate feet. It's just you can't dance in flip flops. Yeah. You know, it, it drives me insane. Um, people, I'll tell you, you can you know who the dancers are when they come to an audition. They've got their dance shoes on. If it's for a tap audition, they'll have their taps ready to go. Um, you know, they're wearing their leotard. They're they're in their dance outfit, whatever. And you you like that one, that one, and that one. They're they're dancers. I, I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I ever did dancing during audition before. I must have at some point. If yeah, well, if you've ever auditioned for a show I directed, you had to dance at some point. So the only, uh, yeah, been I Fiddler. I, I auditioned. <laughs> I auditioned for Fiddler. I don't, right. I must have had. I actually had I danced in something. Fiddler, so I yeah, must have. Yeah, you had to. Have done and something. then I auditioned for uh, Beauty and the Beast that you directed. Right. That's right. I don't remember. I don't know if I remember dancing. Yeah, there's a lot of dancing there. And, yeah. and again, our choreographers, they, they do a small routine, you know, something that, that you can learn on the spot. And they yep. just throw a whole bunch of moves together to just see what you can handle. And we're not expecting you to freaking learn it oh, perfect yeah. that second. Trust me, there are people who come in, the dancers, you give them a couple of steps, and they've got it. I've seen kids come in who aren't the best dancers, but they can pick up the moves. And that's what we're looking for. Yep. We want to see if you have the ability to learn. Not... Are you awesome or do you completely suck? 
it, it's not that cut and dry. Right. We want to see the people who we think will be able to pick these steps up when we teach them, you know. And it, and that's why you gotta be prepared. You gotta dress comfortably and, and be ready to do that. Um, choreography's hard. I've tried to do my wife's choreography for an audition once. I almost broke my neck trying to do it. You know, you talk about shoes too, but same thing. Like, there's a trend these days with the ladies. They like to wear these jeans that they have to like bungee cord jump into. <laughs> Guess what? That makes it really <laughs> fucking hard to dance. So we want you to do this and any move that's you're done. Right. You, oh, yeah. You're gonna rip your seam oh, yeah. trying to do some of those. Oh, like, I've seen people split crotches yeah, trying to yeah, do dance gotta, routines. Absolutely. That's why you're gonna be regret prepared. wearing that. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, you should know. Like you said, if you're if you're if you're looking to commit this much time to a production, right? And you want to be in it, know what you're getting yourself into. Absolutely. You know, just yeah, and and. You know, I've been guilty of it in the past. When you're young, it's easy to go, oh, I'm just going to show up and, you know, and uh, yeah, it happens, but you're you're not doing yourself a favor. No. You're not doing anybody else at that audition a favor. Right. Uh, you just really need to get your shit together. I've seen uncoordinated people go down in an audition, like, hard. Like, they're trying to do some kind of dance step. And I give them all the credit in the world for even getting up there and doing it in the first place. Yeah. But they... Boom, bottom out, go down, twist something, fall. Um, but you know what? This is part of the game. This is It's going to happen. So don't freak out about it. Get up, brush yourself off if you can. And, and, yeah. move on. and it falls into the being a human being thing too. If you're in the audience and you see that happen, don't fucking lose your right. shit. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. No, not, exactly. not cool because then when you're up there, you know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm telling you, this, and there's so much more to go. You know what? Let's take a quick break. We'll yep. come back. We'll get right back into some more of these insane things that happen at these auditions that drive us crazy. We'll be back. <laughs> All right. The Encore Repertory Company will soon be holding audition for its Encore Kids production of Fame Junior. Auditions will take place on Monday, August 3rd and Tuesday, August 4th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m at the Stadium Theater, 28 Monument Square, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. They're asking to please prepare 16 to 32 bars of a Broadway song that best showcases your range. An accompanist will be provided. There will be cool readings from the script. Please come dressed to move for the dance portion of the audition. We are looking for male and female actors ages 12 to 18. Rehearsals will take place on Sunday afternoons and Monday and Wednesday evenings. The show will go up November 6th, 7th, and 8th. Please contact director Adam Landry at APLLandry at Verizon.net or producer Susan Vieira at PineBowAcres at Hotmail.com with any questions. For more info and those email address spellings, you can check us out at EncoreRepCo.org or on Facebook, the Encore Repertory Company group page. See you at auditions. All right, here we go. Right back into it. So we just talked about all this fun stuff about being prepared, you know, uh, with your music. Don't sing Happy Birthday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which no. Which is the worst song you can sing. No Happy Birthday. Um, you know, be prepared for your dancing. And then, you know, usually with our auditions, we, we have um, cold reads, uh, which is basically you showing up. We're going to hand you some script pages. I'm going to ask you to read for some parts, and you're just going to go from there. Um, now... Here's the thing. I know if I was auditioning for a show, if I didn't know what the show was, I'd probably do some research ahead of time. You know, if I'm auditioning for, let's say, for instance, Next to Normal, I have no idea what that show is. I'm not going to show up to the audition and not know what that show 
Oh it's, yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna find something online. I'm gonna listen to some of the music. I'm gonna read something about it. I, I gotta get an idea of what it is. So when you're coming in for these cold reads, you know, you want to have a sense of what you're going in for. Now, if you're reading for something like Christmas Carol or Peter Pan or something like that, pretty big name shows, you're gonna know what it is. Um, so do that little bit of research. No, know, know what know what if you can find out what version they're doing. Um, not a lot of companies will give that out, but if you make, I mean, the director's always got his information. If you have any questions, please call. That's what that phone number is there for. If you have that question, I've had uh, people call me right up and ask me questions based on what I'm looking for for the audition. And you know, I told them right out. Uh, you know, I'm looking for this. I'm, we're going to be reading this. Da, 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 da. I mean, I might not give you exact page numbers, but if you get your hands on the script and you kind of flip through it, you know what parts you want to read for. You know, that's it's it's good planning. Um, here's something I find a lot, like when we do the kids shows, a lot of young kids will go up to try to do a reading. Now, I'm not there judging you based on your reading skill level. Um, we've had some kids hack through some lines, yeah. trying to get them out. Um, but if you're pushing through and you're not showing us that you get frustrated and stuff like that, you have a better shot than when you're just standing there staring at the lines, not realizing where we are. It's like, give me something. You know, try. Say the word wrong. I don't care. Just just try getting through yeah. it. You know, even though I'm going to sit there and, you know, I'm correcting you in my head, don't worry about it. You know, I just need to hear you speak. I need to hear you as this character, what you're bringing to it. Uh, don't get all worried if you're reading not the best you know not everybody's is especially when it comes to the kids some teenagers have a hard time with it still you know which you know it's gonna happen yep. and but don't let it fluster you don't get frustrated by it doesn't mean you did a bad job just you know we're not there for you it's not like a spelling bee you're not you know it's hey, not a grammar bee you're not gonna get a medal at the end exactly of the it's, it's, so just uh... get through it do the best you can we've had instances where we we tell parents go up on stage if your kid has trouble feed them the lines yep. and do that we, we do that with a lot of kids and it's it's fine but you know if you if you're that parent and that's your kid go into it knowing it that's okay just mention it to one of the production crew if it's okay to do it and help your kid out one he's got a better chance of getting it because i've had kids who come in and can't read that freaking script they chop it up but if you have a conversation with them or they are fed the lines they sound great you don't want to miss that opportunity sure, you get kids who are probably dyslexic and we they have, have a, they yeah, have a hard time reading happen. it sure. but once they've memorized it it's Correct. a whole it's a whole different ballgame so feed them the lines we're looking just to hear the volume yep. and 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 i'm afraid there are times we must lose kids based on that because you know the the preparation isn't there um or a parent thinks they're going to go up but then decides not to and the kid has a hard time and you know it's 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 not about your ability to read we just need to hear the lines yeah. coming out of your mouth and like you said you know what you're auditioning for you absolutely know, sure know, and I'm, I'm sure this has happened but you know you get some shows and the shows that are done in encore all across the board you get everything from you know, little Disney Junior shows all the way up to the Spring Awakenings. Right. Well, you can't not know what Spring Awakening is. Show up to audition, you get offered a part, and you're in your first rehearsal, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to have this. And you're like, well, what? Yeah, right. I, I've got I've to do what with who? i got to take you my know? breasts out? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what, that's what you audition that's for. That's what you audition for. Like, you know, you want to know what you're getting yeah, yourself into. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. It, it's a lot of full Monty, you know? 
it's it was made well aware if yeah. you're in full monty this is what you're getting yourself into sure you're gonna be no, dropping you're, you're, you're gonna be dancing you're gonna be exposed <laughs> yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah, it's yeah. gonna be all this all this stuff and that's right and as an actor whether it's a disney show or mm -hmm. anything else you want to know what you're getting yourself into right. you know is there anything that's gonna make you uncomfortable you know are you a high school age student and there's a, a little a little kiss and you're gonna get all eh, right about exactly. it. Like, like, exactly come on you know sure. just know know yep. what it is absolutely and and let me say this too this this brings us into a whole nother area if you're gonna come out and audition for my show audition for my show because you want to be in the show don't come to my audition be offered a role and then tell me when I make that call, oh, I auditioned for something else a week before and they called me before you did, so I'm gonna go do that. Well, why the fuck did you audition for my show? Yeah. Why did you waste my time? Because you may have been perfect in my show and I wanted to give you this part, but you're telling me that you're gonna go do this other show that you already auditioned for. And don't now, even, don't audition yeah. for me. Trust me, any other people are gonna audition, you know? And now you've gotta go and kind of recast everything in your head and sure. get everything all and, set. And, and I understand from an actor's perspective, you always wanna go with your best option you know i may have offered you maybe not the lead in my show um but i'm offering you something in my show that i feel you'd be best at and you went audition before for this other company it's like realize that you're 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 making it more difficult for that production company because flip it flip it around don't go audition for me and I give you this great role and turn on and go audition for someone else because that sucks for that other well, company and there's another there's another piece to this and this is I think this is important if you're going to audition for a role somewhere, know the production company you're getting involved with. So if, if at yes. all possible, <laughs> go, go and see one of their shows yeah. ahead of time. Absolutely. Because honestly, you could get two places putting on Les Mis, right? Right, right. And you might get a, minor, a more minor role, you know, with Encore. You audition, you get mm -hmm. and, and then somewhere else, you know, you're going to be Jean Valjean. But what are you going to be Jean Valjean in? Right, like, right. What is what? the rest of this? What is kind this, of shit show are you right. yourself Is into? this, you know, like uh, some middle school level hack production? Or are you going to be on a real Let stage? Like, what you've got to know the company. You've got to know the venue. I have friends who are that actor. I have friends who want to... Basically, we refer to them as what? Stage whores? Oh, yeah. They want to be want the in the leads. show so bad that they will sacrifice how good the quality of the show will be just to be in that role. See, that's awful to me. I have close I, friends who do I, this, I, I, and it drives me nuts. Why are you doing that? So you're telling me you want to be, example, Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, we're not doing it currently or anytime soon. And it would be great if we did it. You could audition. Maybe you'd be that part. That'd be great. But you're telling me you would rather go to another company who you know is does butcher it. Right. crap shows and you want to be that part so bad that you will sacrifice being in a crappy show just to say you played that role? See, I don't, I'm with you. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand Why, that. Like, to me, if it was me, I'm about to waste the next two months of my life right. to be in a show that... I honestly don't even want my friends to come see, so that I can say that I. I mean, I've been I've been to shows, and there are some great theater companies out there. Absolutely, there are some awful theater companies there out there. There are, and there are some there are some in between in where it depends on sure. the production. So, for me, if I've got a limited amount of time, which I do, I sure shit want to do some research and know what I'm yeah. getting involved with. I'm not yeah. gonna go to some rinky dink startup or something that you know it could be their first performance, and maybe it's a great show. And like you said, I really I really want to do it, but. 
it's not going to happen if mm -hmm. I even think there's a chance of me wasting my time. Right, right. You know, an unknown director, or an unknown music director. Like, any one of those things can make well, or break a show. Well, here's the thing, too. There is always going to be that first-time director. Oh, yeah. And that's always a little Larry. Even from a production aspect, you know, when, when I'm doing a show, uh, even if, like, I'm a director and somebody gives me a new stage manager that yep. I've never worked with before, that is a little scary. But you've got the support behind it. Exactly. To be able to, if something happens, it can be handled. It's right. been handled. Right. There's the experience, you know. Sure, sure, sure. So, but that's the thing. Even with smaller companies, you know, I agree 100%. You should definitely know what you're getting yourself into. Um, I don't go outside of Encore often. Okay, I had an opportunity. This is a great example. I had an opportunity to go and direct. It's the only other place I've ever directed. Um, a, a woman that was part of Encore uh, turned me on to this other company. Um, it was actually the Uncommon Theater Company, and they're in Foxborough. They work at the, um, is it, it's the same building that Bay State uses. Uh, the, the Orpheum. Uh, yeah. It's the Orpheum Theater. Now, I was familiar with the Orpheum because when I was in my teens, my, my late teens, uh, I performed in this theater uh, in a production of Bye Bye Birdie. So um, I was familiar with the space. Um, and then years later, they're like, oh, you know, they're looking for a director for their production of Fiddler on the Roof. Now, I love Fiddler on the Roof. It was the first show I ever directed, so it's got a good, you yeah. know, I, I got a soft spot for it. Um, they were like, their kids group is doing it. Would you be interested? And I was like, sure. So I went and I met with them. Um, I had never seen a production they had done before. Um, but I talked to someone. They were like, oh, they do great little shows, this, that, and the other thing. You know, you should have a great time. should be nice and easy. Da, 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 da. Well, let me tell you something. It was a completely different experience than what I was used to. Because when I was, and when I'm at Encore, you know, I know that well-oiled machine. I know how well that works and, and all the things I can and cannot do. Yep. Going into somebody else's house to play, totally different. Um, and that, you know, it, I had three producers and, and I had to answer to each one individually. And my set designer was a total fucking prick. And, uh, yeah, and, and it was just like, I had a great experience for the most part, but there were a couple of hiccups. Now, doing research would not have told me that that was going to happen. Right. But here's the thing. Would I go back and, and direct for Uncommon knowing what I went through? I can say yes, I would, because they put on quality shows. I was involved in one of those shows. It was quality, so I would recommend that to people. However, if it had been a total shit show, bad experience, yep. I would tell everybody on the planet, stay away from them. But luckily, it was that was not yeah. the case, and you know, it's just... It's it's knowing what you're getting yourself into. So even if you don't know particularly, maybe somebody that's worked with them will know. So you have that resource to find out what's going on. Yeah, no, you know, there are, there are a few. And don't be a stage whore. Yeah. There there are a few. There are a few. Uh, and I, I know people. Same thing. Mm. We're probably talking about some of the same people. Right. And uh, I've seen things where it's there are very few performances I've walked out on, and <laughs> there there are some though that I've just oh, yeah. I, I, like I can't fucking sit through this and oh, I've left painful and I've I know people that have gone to be in a show there at same theater companies that I've walked out on just because you know a they know they can get the part they want right because right. I mean if the, if the productions in the past are that bad you know maybe it's just whatever they're doing they're not getting the pool mm. I, I don't I don't know what it mm -hmm. is but I'd be in an ensemble at a place I know is going to be fun put on a quality show before I would take a lead somewhere where I know we're gonna oh, fail. Like, yeah, it, it, it yeah. Make, you're right, and, it makes and, no sense. And you can be the most amazing actor, 
you are not going to carry that show no. to be amazing if they don't know what they're doing. And, and if you if you think you can, deflate the fucking ego <laughs> because it's not happening. It's not happening. You are not uh, the savior. I'll tell you. You I are not Matt Lapata. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, if you're listening, you can carry anything. <laughs> no, it's it, it is. It's it's tough. It, it's it tough. is. It is, and it just it, and it boggles my mind that people will go and audition for those shows you know and that brings me right back to what I was saying originally about you know if you're gonna audition for me please have it in mind that this is the show you wanna do yeah. and don't be auditioning for everything else because if you wanna do everything else go and do everything else yep. do me that favor don't waste the time don't yeah. waste your time don't waste my time you know let's just because and, and even worse than that you know, because we do so much at Encore and there's so much going on in the theater that we work in, there's all these other companies in there. It's like my auditions are here. Three months later is another audition. If you're going to drop out of my show to go be in that show, I'm gonna, I'm never going to work with you again. Yeah. You know, you, you got to make the commitment. you got to be... Yeah. If you're auditioning for the show, you're committing to be in that production for that time. Don't drop halfway through. I mean, shit comes up. Trust me, I understand. Yeah. Things happen. But to go be in another show, that's just that's just poor. And it will make you look bad. Yeah, poor everything. So um, yeah, that's crazy. And I've seen and I've seen so many different issues where, you know, if you're coming in, it's your first time with our with auditioning for us. And uh, that's fine. You're new at this. I get it. We're new. And, and don't think that, oh, you know, we're not one of those companies where it's like, oh, they cast all their friends and stuff like that. And we're not, we're, we're not that kind of company. There are companies I know of that do that, and uh, that's not us. But come in open-minded. You have a shot at the lead role like everybody else. Yep. You know? But Just <laughs> be prepared for that. Yeah, be prepared because you may not be what the director is looking for. You may not be what the, the production staff is looking to do with that character in that time. Uh, we've had tons of people come in and, uh, you know, they, they, they leave upset because we didn't, we didn't cast them in that part. And it's unfortunate because you can't be every part every time. And it, it, there's been a theme, too. If, you, if you've listened to the, the podcast thus far, all the episodes, you've heard people say, you know, that... They might have gone and auditioned for a lead, but when they were offered an ensemble part, the people that have taken it, they, they enjoyed it. They enjoyed the experience. They learned from oh, the absolutely. experience. You know oh, absolutely. Oh, totally. Yeah, you know, I'm always a stickler for it. I always say, take ensemble. Because, again, you never know what's going to happen. You might take an ensemble today. One of these fools who audition that drops the show might open up a spot and you might get to slide in there. It's not going to happen every time, but no. you never know when it's going to happen. And, again, it's for the experience. You're going to be in all the numbers. You know, you're going to meet a lot of friends. It's community theater. It's fun. It, so why it not? It prepares you for, you know, future roles. And it, it helps, like I said, you meet people. You meet new people. Right. And it, uh, it, it's, it can be a great experience. Just as great experience being a leader as an ensemble. And sometimes, you know, for some people, you know, myself, I, I almost like the idea of having, you know, a less, little less responsibility as far sure. as memorizing lines maybe. Right, right. But you still have the responsibility you of... dances right, and right. the ensemble songs and stuff like that. And, you know, we've said it before too, you know, people sometimes don't realize ensemble is just as, if not more important oh, totally. than leads in certain parts. Sure, so. yeah, because you're on stage more sometimes right. than, than leads. And hopping in between roles Absolutely. and carrying, you know, Absolutely. And, and all over the place. So it's... You, Something I wanted to mention earlier and I forgot when we were talking about 
the worst song that you can possibly sing for um, <laughs> auditions being Happy Birthday. Let me tell you the second worst song you can sing. Anything by Miley Cyrus. Anything. <laughs> all right? Do not sing uh, anything by her. Because let me tell you, first of all, if you're we, doing a Miley Cyrus song, you haven't brought sheet music for it. I can guarantee that. All right? You didn't bring a CD player to play along. And if you do bring a CD player, make sure it's just music and it's not somebody singing. Oh, I, I, so you I can sing that. over them. I love that. What? What? I don't want Miley Cyrus auditioning for me on a CD. I want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> I don't want her underscoring oh, you. No, that's crazy. It's better to just skip the, skip we, the CD. Me, Bring let, sheet music. Let me tell you some horror stories. I've, I've had a few. Actually, it, and it's something that it's a horror story. The thing that kills me is someone will come in to audition. Because, you know, when you're doing a big show, it's always hard to get guys. So when you see a guy come in and you're like, oh, my God, we get guys who come in. This is great. You know, and you got all these hopes. They get up on stage and then they totally flake. <laughs> they, they, they're not prepared. They don't have sheet music. Yep. They can't sing a cappella like they think they can. Uh, they don't dance. They can't do anything. And you're like, why are these people even here? Trust me. This is not for everyone, okay? I'm not going to go join an auto club and build engines because I wouldn't know what the fuck I was doing, okay? <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't know the first thing about it. So guess what? I'm not going to go and be in an auto club. So it's not for everyone, and, and I get that. But if you're trying to break into it, take our advice, everything we've just said, you know, be prepared, learn about the show ahead of time. Um, and here's some recommendations. You might not be a strong singer. Go take some voice lessons. You're not a strong dancer. Go take some dance lessons. There are so many different places out there where you can go, but shop around. Don't get the one that's yep. closest to your house. Find who's the best vocal coach. Yep. Find who's the best dance teacher, and that's where you want to go. Because yeah, if your criteria for your vocal coach is how close they are to you, then uh, yeah, that's you're really you're doing it for the wrong poor reasons. Poor planning. And because remember, from a production standpoint, we want the best of the best. Okay, so you might not be the best this time, and you may have snuck in as the ensemble, but that doesn't mean in the future you can't be right. a leading person. And you might you might show a, a director or producer something in ensemble that they'll remember. I'm going to tell you, I've had people audition for me that I never knew. You know, first time audition, they get involved in the production. Maybe they're doing something small, ensemble, something like that. But you have such a good chemistry and a good rapport with these people. They show up on time. They do everything they're supposed to. Uh, they're not a crybaby. They don't whine about things. They're at their fittings when they need to be. All the promo shoes are. They're such a model person. You're like, I want to work with this person again. So even though I know they're not the strongest, it's still someone you want to involve. So it's like the next show that comes around and they're going to audition for it. Yeah, they might not be the lead. They might not be lead material, but you're going to do the best you can to get them in that show some way because you had such a good experience with them. And that's the kind of people you want to work with. That's why when these young adults, these kids, these adults come in, you see a lot of repeat people in these shows. Yep. It's one, because they're easy to work with. They're going to know their shit. Amanda Palmer, perfect example. She comes, she knows her stuff, she's talented. She's like one of those triple threats. She comes in, she knows what she's going to do. She's going to be in these shows. But then there's someone who's been in the ensemble maybe five, six times who they're personable, easy to get along with, helpful. They, they know their stuff when they come in. That person's going to be in every show also. They might not be the lead, but they're still going to get to be on that stage yep. because you can work with them, which is great. And that's what you want as a director. 
you know? And that's what you want as a sound guy, because you want people who don't have their heads up their asses. Oh, it, 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 it makes entertaining sometimes when their heads are up their asses, oh, though. Let me tell you, it's, it, it's, it's, it's just, you know, I wanted to sit down and want to talk about auditions, because we do have this fame audition right around the corner. Yeah. So for all you people who are thinking, I'm going to go out and I'm going to audition for the next big encore show, you know, we got a lot coming up still. we got Fame Jr., uh, Alice in Wonderland Jr. is the next big kids show. And then in the spring, we are doing Miss Saigon again. Yeah. Okay? That's going to be a huge show. And if you're planning on auditioning, listen to what we're saying. <laughs> Go in prepared, because if you want to be in that show, and and let me say one more time, not everybody can be in every show every time. No. It's not going to happen. No. But if you go in with a good attitude, you know, you might not be in this show, maybe you can get into the next one. I've had people audition for me three, four times before they get cast in a show. It's nothing personal. It's just maybe you weren't a fit for that show at that yep. time. Uh, and a lot of these people who come in and they grow with the company have gone on not only to be actors, but now they're directors, they're producers, they're choreographers, stage managers. You know, they, they come into the company, you get an in. And that's what it is. You want that in. You know, any community theater group you go to, there's always those core people who are always working on the show. The minute you can get an in, that's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah. And your in is your audition. And I'll tell you, from someone who whores themselves out and goes all over the place, which uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm kind of a, I'm yeah. a, I'm a sound whore. You know, I, okay. I take work where I can get it. Exactly. You know? But I've been, and I, you're absolutely right, everywhere I've ever gone as far as a company, there are those people that are the, the core people, and, you know, and uh, you see it. So it's, it's I mean, because it's at the end of the day, it's community theater. It's community right. driven. Right. So the people in that community are going to be people in these productions. So yeah. wherever it is, wherever that community exists, um, you know, and you do, you get people who are new that are the theater junkies that will travel 45 mm -hmm. minutes, an hour, Absolutely. an hour, 15 minutes, and they show up too and they do stuff and they'll go all over. But you've got that, you know, that circle community and uh, you get a lot of people who are in it and new people come in and it just keeps growing and growing, and it's a, it's a good thing. And I know you'll attest to this, but as a director, I'm all about new talent. Oh, yeah. I love bringing in new people. Someone will walk in that door at an audition, and they will blow me away. They have never done anything with me before. They're going to be the leading man. They're going to be the leading lady. And I'll, I'll tell you, I've been places where you know I'm somewhere else, and I'll, I'll hear someone sing or something, and... If I know there's something coming up, I'll say, "Hey, you know, you sounded great. Yeah, you should go audition. Yeah, you know, there's a there's yeah. a theater that's you know 35 minutes away. 20. If you right. really want to audition for this, come check it out. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, even on the other direction too, I'll say, "Hey, you know, this is going on over here. It's really not that far. If you right. want to, and it's yeah. and it's good because there's it gets people out there and that's, meeting new people. And, and that's the thing, you know, I love new talent. I love bringing in people. I mean, we do. We have a great core group of people, and they're fantastic. But if somebody new comes in. That can blow me away. You got to keep them on their toes too. Absolutely, you know? we got to keep our we got to keep our regulars always. Yeah. And, and we got to always remind them. You yep. know, you're not going to be in a lead every time. Yep. So it just makes them step it up that much more. And when they come to audition, you know who's going for the leads because they bring it. You know, they're prepared. They're they're killing their songs. They're learning their dance moves. They're just nailing it. Yep. Because you know, uh, you can go to any theater company at any time. An audition. They always have open auditions. There are so many resources where you can find auditions. Uh, find them. Audition. If not just for the experience, go get these. Go get these leading roles because you can have so much fun. You can meet so many nice people. And once you have an in, you know you can do great things. And yep. right down from being an actor all the way up to being maybe their next director. You never know. 
You know, I've had people come in, they audition one time, they get a little part in a show, and they're like, oh, you know, you don't know them that well, and you find out that they, they direct in other companies, and you're like, well, if you direct there, why don't you come direct for us? And Because yep. you, you never know you never know where it's going to happen. It's true. So if you're planning on auditioning for any upcoming show, whether it's with us, Encore, you know, we've got these fame auditions coming up August 3rd and 4th, um, definitely, definitely take this advice Use it to your advantage and definitely be at your best because we want you guys to be leads. We want you guys to be in the show, period. Um, and, you know, every little bit helps. I wish someone would have sat me down when I was young and, uh, you know, doing my first auditions because, yep. you know, I I told you my story about trying to go out for that grease. Yeah, and, oh, my God, yeah. what a fucking debacle that was. <laughs> if someone could have sat me down and been like, oh, this is what you want to do. This is what you should try. Try this. Try that. I would have been like, oh my God, this is so helpful. Thank you so much. So this is a little free advice uh, for all of our listening audience out there. Take it. Take it. Use it. <laughs> it's yours. Don't be a tool at auditions. <laughs> so uh, I think that's going to be it this week for uh, Behind the Act Curtain. So audition, audition well, have a good time, get those leading roles, get those ensemble parts, be in that production, and uh, have a lot of fun. I'm Fred Fortier. I'm John Roberts. And we'll see you guys behind the act curtain. Good luck! You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website, BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at BehindTheActCurtain at gmail.com.